What's up, guys? It's Little D from FMF. When I'm not mixing gas and hauling ass, I'm listening to Big MX Radio. Hey, guys, what's up? This is Andy Frisella here. You're listening to Big MX Radio. But when you're done with this episode, come check out the MFCEO Project, the MFCEO.com. I got all your motivation. I've got everything you need to know about running your brand. I've got everything you need to know about getting shit done, and we can do it together. can't expect that everyone is as passionate about racing as we are. We can't expect that everyone is able to hear the silent call of the sea at 5am. Not everyone possesses the ability to smell the difference between rich and lean. nor the ear to differentiate the bark of two cylinders from four. It would not be fair of us to assume that the world understands the yearning and overwhelming compulsion that we have to push through pain, angst, frustration and failure. Some people might not understand the desire to test physical limits, conquer fear, or to tangle with the forces of gravity and physics. But we don't make product for them. Look to the future, but embrace our past. We study, we analyze, we race on Sunday so we can innovate on Monday. We exercise trial and error religiously. through our commitment to the pursuit of perfection. We learn. How to make products for the people that are capable of dedicating everything to sport. Whether there is a championship involved or not. Alpine stars, one goal, one vision.
25. Moto here from Grundahl. Kingsley turns that five sideways. Brian, the gate is down. This is a sharp left-hander. Who's going to shot? Looks like Darcy Lange on that Richmond Gallon Kawasaki gets the jump. That's where it all started. Big MX Radio, brought to you by Fly Racing USA, is on the air. Fueled by passion, focused on motocross. W Wheels USA, Moto Ice Wrap, Viral Goggle Brand, and Maxima USA make it possible to bring you the news, the interviews, and the point of views inside the sport of motocross. The gate's about to drop on Big MX Radio. Hey, Big MX fans. Thanks for listening to yet another podcast here from Big MX Radio. Um, I'm loving doing these things, and I couldn't be happier with the way that things have been going over the last little while, uh, getting you guys all kinds of interviews, whether it be uh, industry guys like today we're having... Uh, Donnie Emler Jr., we've had mechanics, we've had riders, we have privateers, we have industry people. And uh, when I have industry people on, it's really uh, to just help with product knowledge more than anything else, allowing uh, my listeners to understand the science behind uh, some of the different products that are available in the market, regardless of what uh, it happens to be, whether it's uh, like plastic or gear or boots, uh, neck braces, you name it. Uh, And also, uh, same thing goes for uh, trainers. I'm going to try and have some more trainers on so that you guys can better understand uh, what these guys are doing, why they're doing it, and maybe how that can can relate to your riding uh, to allow you to uh, get the most out of uh, your weekends or weeknights that you're uh, you're riding your motorcycle. As for me, um, I've been hard at the gym for over uh, for a while now. Obviously, I, I'm always been hitting the gym. If you follow me on social media at Brad Gebhardt 88, you'd know that um, I'm posting quite often about how often I'm going to the gym and some of the workouts that I'm doing. This, that, and the other thing. Uh, but, re- but honestly, just just in the last little while, I've really kicked it up a notch. Uh, Jeff Fisher over at Elite Performance Winnipeg has given me a huge opportunity to train there and uh and and do all of my training through that facility and i've honestly been there i've already scheduled seven workouts this week uh and uh got called in for an eighth one this evening after talking to uh to donnie so i'm I'm excited for that um as always guys thank you so much for listening and if you have a suggestion if you have a request um please hit me up at brad gabhart 88 on instagram as well as brad gabhart 88 on gmail just hit me up and uh Let's chat. Let's talk about it. Let's get some more podcasts happening. But uh, without further ado, pr- presented tonight by uh, his the company that uh, he's part owner of. Part uh, he's definitely a huge part of. Uh, FMF is uh, none other than the uh, the the heir apparent to that brand. None other than Donnie Emler Jr. Thanks, guys. Talk to you later. Thanks for making some time for me, man. I know you're a super busy guy, no so I do really appreciate every time that we can reconnect and uh, just get your na- get the 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 FMF name top of mind awareness with those uh, who might be doing a like uh, lots of Canadians are doing bike builds right now, Donnie, and they need exhaust pipes. I love it. I love it. I mean, we got to keep them going. We're cranking the back. I mean, uh, we are wide open, max capacity. We're the throttle stuck wide open in the back. We're trying to make as much stuff as possible right now. It's uh, been a good year so far we're just trying to keep close it out with a bang here coming up 2018's on its way it's creeping you know we got already got you know folks like husky and ktm talking about their 2018 and a half that uh that are getting ready to come out soon so it'll be exciting to see what those look like and uh 
yeah, I don't know. It's just, uh, it's nonstop. There's always so much going on. It's, uh, if it's not one thing, it's another and, you know, but it's, it's fun to keep busy. I mean, that's what, uh, keeps us moving forward here and just cranking. Absolutely. Now, uh, for, for a number of years, uh, you, you've been, you've been a huge part of this particular brand. Uh, wh- how old were you when you say when you really started to take over more responsibility and, and, and be able to bring the value, uh, that you're currently bringing to, uh, to the brand and just take it to where it is right now? Oh, uh, well, I mean, come on, 1981, as soon as I was born. No, I'm sure. <laughs> of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, uh, I don't know. I would say, you know, it's definitely you're always constantly learning. Um, but I feel like in the last, like, probably seven years, I would say, I feel like I've really just been, you know, plugging away and, and making a difference and bringing new light to uh, the company or, you know, that's a new outlook, a little bit younger mindset, um, you know, with uh, – whether it's been marketing or just different ideas of how to do stuff. And, um, but yeah, it's constant, it's constant learning. And just like anyone, I mean, man, with the amount of technology that's coming out now and it's just, it's nonstop, you know, so you really just got to try to stay ahead of the curve as much as you can. And, you know, whether that's with social media or just, you know, this, everything you can do now with your websites and e-com and driving sales there, but, you know, making sure that, that our dealers are, are getting the love and, and we're not taking away sales from them, you know, so it's a, uh, it's a constant battle, but uh, like I said, it's, it's what we love to do and it could be worse. I could be selling like cardboard boxes or something. Like how do you market a cardboard box? Like how is your cardboard box better than someone else's? Like, I don't know. Like it's got more corrugation, <laughs> you know, it could always, it could always be worse. That's for sure. Absolutely, and working with uh, a passionate product like like you do, uh, I'm sure that uh, although you'd, you'd mentioned earlier that it is a bit of a grind, it's probably a pleasuresome grind at that. Uh, to the 2017 Mini O's uh, Mini Olympics are are in full swing now. Second day already completed of, of full race action, and to my understanding, uh, FMF athletes are absolutely slaying it so uh, so far, including the brand new BTO Sports team that uh, seemingly seemingly popped out of nowhere, all sporting FMF uh, attire as well. I believe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're man, their rig and their whole bike setup. I mean, I think it's some of the best looking stuff out there. I mean, it kind of was a little bit of a surprise to me too, because I think everyone kind of saw it at the same time. I mean, it's, it's, it's awesome. It, people are taking it to the next level at the, the amateur scene. And, you know, you got, uh, you know, whether it's, you know, star Yamaha, you know, reaching down, grabbing time master pool. And, yep. um, you know, it's just, it's getting to that level of, man, it's there. The teams now are, are seeing where the future is, you know, Troy Lee's got guys out there and, um, it's, it's just, uh, it's neat to see for sure. It's, uh, it's a little crazy too at the same time to kind of wrap your head around it that these, these kids are this young. They're already signing five year plus contracts with the, with the team to carry them through, uh, you know, their amateur career right into the pro ranks. But um, I guess it's just like anything, right? Major league baseball, these, you know, you're getting drafted when you're in high school, you're going to the That's minors, right. you're near some of these kids who knows if they even finished school. It's uh, you know uh, but yeah, I guess it's just like all the other sports and, um, it's neat to see for sure that uh, that we are getting a lot of uh, a lot of love for these kids. But then you know it also makes it harder for the kids that they're racing against because they don't necessarily maybe have the money to go and spend you know what these kids are getting factory motor work and all that kind of stuff. So I don't know. I have a a theory 
a couple things that come to mind is one would be to make sure that the kids are all riding uh, 125s in between 85s and 250Fs yes. uh, to keep the cost of the sport lower from purchasing a motorcycle standpoint, from motor work standpoint, um, from even uh, liability of kids getting hurt standpoint. So I'm an advocate for that. Um, and, uh, we love the two strokes obviously. So I think it's really cool that, uh, if that did happen, but, uh, I think, uh, you know, a mod class also should be kind of minimized as far as what you really can do, because it's really putting a, a hurt on people that really can't afford it. And it's ultimately hurting our sport. So, um, yeah, mixed feelings, like I said, but I'm just, you know, I've been around for a while and I see what, what happens and where, where things go and kids could have talent, but they just don't have maybe the financial backing or, or whatnot. So, you know, I guess I'm more of a realist than, uh, than some people, but, um, Minio's is going great. Like you said, I mean, our guys are doing great. Uh, they had a ton of rain last night. I saw photos of like people's rigs, like water was like flowing, like through the pits, like up to the doors. I had to call my guys to make sure our rig was still there in one place or if it drifted down to uh, Orlando or something. Um, but, uh, everything's good. I don't, I haven't seen really much of photos. I haven't been on social too much today. I'm waiting to get our images from our photographer, but, um, yeah, I'm curious to see if they're racing today or, or they're taking a day off to try to prep the track and get it all ready for tomorrow. I'm not really sure, but Turkey day is tomorrow for us. Uh, and, uh, you know, those guys will be racing on Turkey day over there at Minios. Yeah, that's that's a tradition. I like I, I've got to head down there at some point to try and check that out. Um, either as a as someone who's going to get some gate drops or someone who's just going to report on it. But either way, uh, that is a phenomenon, uh, very much unlike anything you see up in Canada whatsoever. Obviously, because we usually have snow on the ground, or at least soon to be snow on the ground once uh, our Thanksgiving rolls around uh, is somewhere in uh, mid October. But uh, <clears throat> um, you yourself have have you been uh, down to to uh, um yeah yeah have you been down there to, well, for, to enjoy first that of all particular I'm, race? Con- I'm confused wait did you say your thanksgiving's in october like i obviously don't know my history well enough but why the heck is your guys why i mean obviously i know why ours is when it is why is yours when it is in canada because of the growing season, Give me a history uh, it's history the, like the the canadian growing season is a lot shorter and uh uh the 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 harvest is obviously a little bit earlier than is usually at the end of like somewhere in the, at the end of like August into September. So usually uh, like that, like to have, to have Thanksgiving all the way into November uh, would be a little bit um, unrealistic as far as to, for the preserving of the, the produce that would be uh, cultivated off of those crops. So uh, because um, we also don't get to ride our dirt bikes as long, we get to have Thanksgiving a little bit earlier. There you go. All right, that makes yes, sense. Totally threw me off it's, there. Uh, yeah, we have uh, we we have a couple of things that are different. Uh, I think that's about it. Our like our uh, we our Remembrance Day is your Veterans Day, the eleventh uh-huh. of November. But everything okay. else is fa- fairly similar that way. Um, but uh, yeah, our Thanksgiving is gotcha. is different, and we don't celebrate it with football. And I don't think it's a day off. Ah, yeah. Gotcha. We, needed, we right. needed pilgrims. We didn't have pilgrims in in, uh, in Canada. Exactly. We had angry French people, <laughs> which we still have um, yeah. uh, in in the form of JSR. But uh, um, <laughs> in in all reality, 
Uh, I'm going to have to come down there and enjoy that, man. I, I, I get so jealous when I hear of guys like uh, Kevin Kelly being down there uh, year after year celebrating uh, Thanksgiving uh, arm-in-arm with uh, your, your motocross family. That's got to be something special. No, it's cool. I actually haven't been in a long time, and I think it's going to be harder now that I have a family of my own. But when I was a kid, well, younger, um, used to go every year, and I swear yeah. every year it would be like, you think of Florida being nice and warm weather all year round, but for some reason every year I went, it was like this gnarly cold front would come through and I like dress for like short weather. And then I'd have to go to like some local store to get some, some pants and mud boots. And, but uh, it's a pretty cool town. I mean, it's uh, right in college town right there in Gainesville. So uh, I think every other year you get the college game is there uh, versus an away game. So you get like crazy, all the college kids there. I was always too young to go and have have too much fun, but uh, you know it's still a great event. I'm I'm stoked that uh, that they still have it going. You know, it's been a long time for that for that uh, series and that race to to uh, pull people all the way from California all the way to Florida. That's that's tough, you know. So you know you got a solid program when you're able to pull people all the way from from California to come out and race your events. No doubt. It's a bit of a raw deal for, for motocross riders who uh, are used to pull, uh, being able to impress the ladies quite easily with their aer- aerial uh, assault on, uh, on on motocross. But uh, to find out that most of those riders are between the ages of uh, oh, uh, somewhere around 16, 17 years old, local, high, yeah. local college girls probably not super impressed with their flat little hats. No, definitely not. They're probably more impressed with the, the football guys, the jocks. Yeah. Most likely, most likely. Although, uh, they, like a few of those college girls might want to warm up to some of those get, those dads that are footing the bill because who doesn't need a sugar daddy, right? <laughs> totally, Moto sugar dads. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, what's uh, so from you know you pay attention to everything. What's been uh, yes. the most shocking thing that's gone on in the uh, you know the uh, off season mix up uh, that you guys have uh, been been following or or looking at? Uh, in my in my opinion, honestly, the most shocking thing to me was to see Justin Barsha back on a Yamaha. Um, that was I, I was really surprised to see that. Um, I know that he didn't agree with that motorcycle in years past. Yeah, but he did win on it. So to see him go back to that and to have them welcome him with such uh, open arms uh, kind of left me with one eyebrow raised. Um, although they say that it's for a six race deal. But uh, I have a sneaking suspicion that we don't see the 18 come back for 2018. Mm. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll see on that one. Yeah. I mean, I hope Davey comes back. I mean, he's such a talented, great yeah. rider. Um, I'm a little mixed on the, the Barsha thing as well. It's kind of ironic, I guess, that, uh, you know, he left, he left the, uh, the last program he was on and kind of complained about that and was complaining about the Yamaha the year before and then, you know, helped make the, the idea of them switching brands. And uh, now he's off of that team and now he's back. And then he was claiming how good the Honda was in stock form and it was better than his, than his race bike and, kind of throwing the other team under the bus and then all of a sudden now he's back on a Yamaha even though they have somewhat of a new platform I'm still a little like okay it's yeah, a great it's... motorcycle but now it's not that much different from what you were racing you know no. so uh, sure we'll see I hope he does I hope yeah. he does well I think uh, he's got a lot a lot to prove um, you know I think he's definitely got the talent I just uh, but those guys just seems like those top four guys are going to be really, really tough to beat from, from Tomac to uh, hopefully Roxon's in there, uh, Muskin and Anderson. I think that's going to be uh, 
that's going to be a tough one. Honestly, one of the things that also kind of surprised me has been the the emergence and the, how just how solid that uh, Marvin Muskan has been. I, 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 it's not to bring up a uh, French stereotype, but he's always been like a very soft spoken, uh, such a like he's just such a nice guy, and it, you, you don't see that from a lot of champs. Like a lot of champs are pretty hard nosed kind of guys. Even even though like I would argue that McGrath is one of the nicest guys around, he's still a from from a racer standpoint has always had a pretty hard nosed approach to it. But over this last say three months or so Marvin Muskan or even the last year or so Marvin Muskan has really solidified himself as a top flight contender and somehow still uh, maintaining that nice guy attitude yeah uh, man I guess uh, you could say nice guys finished last but uh, in this case that uh, he's been on a a rampage and I think uh, it's going to be tough to stop him he's going to be think one of the smoother more consistent guys so i think um it's going to be tough to knock him off to rattle him i think uh to me tomax definitely has amazing speed but a little inconsistent um and uh you know anderson can be a little inconsistent too i think and i love anderson's style how aggressive he is i think uh i just want him to get up there and and you know need he just needs to get a couple wins and I think he'll just know that he should be up there and not be settling for seconds and thirds. And so, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a really good season. Um, everything's shaping up. So yeah, man. For sure. And like, there's, there's still so much to go. Like we're only, we're just, we're under 50 days to, uh, to Anaheim one, but your schedule in the off season, I would argue is as active, if not more active than it is during the, uh, the supercross season, because, uh, we've got W wheels, uh, world vet championships. There will be a two stroke national at some point. I, 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 I imagine as well as, uh, the 20th running of the day in the dirt happening this weekend. And of course on December 2nd, we have uh, the 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 ride day for none other than Kurt Caselli, uh, which you are a, a, a member of the board of uh, directors for that. So uh, you have a a pretty full plate at this time of year, my friend, uh, which is kind of your uh, your mo. Uh, sorry, my phone's going off in the background, and I can't shut the no thing worries. up. So I apologize, everyone. Um, no no problem. schedule is uh, it's always wide open. There's always you know, so much going on, you kind of got to pick and choose what you uh, want to do. This will be actually the first year I'm not attending Day in the Dirt. Uh, I've been doing it for at least 10 years in a row now and just going to do something different. Go uh, go do some trail riding and, and hang out a little more relaxed. And um, But uh, we are in full sprint mode, getting ready for the following weekend for us, for our fifth annual uh, Kirk Stelly Ride Day. Um, it's one of two events that we do every year that's uh, a, a big fundraiser kind of event for us and something we started right when Kurt passed away. So this is uh, crazy that it's already been, this is, this will be the fifth one coming up and uh, it's been five years since Kurt passed away. So um, it's, uh, it's definitely uh, something that we love to do from a planning standpoint and just seeing everyone that shows up and everyone's smiling and being there for, for Kurt. we got some really cool stuff going on this year. We've got, you know, the off-road loop again, and we've got, uh, a special test, like an ISDE format uh, special test, which will be was a really big hit last year because most people have never done one before. Um, you get to see your time and then try to, you know, race around with your friends and see if they can beat your time through the special test course. Um, and then we're also uh, extending the invite to anyone that comes out to uh, go ahead and camp that night. We're calling it Camp Caselli. We're going to have uh, 
live cover band play. We've got a big jumbo movie screen we're, we're uh, bringing out and playing some of uh, Kurt's films and some other on any Sunday type stuff and, and a big bonfire and just uh, hang out and, uh, you know, do the deal. Bench race. Absolutely. Bench racing. And, and once those, uh, uh late night bench racing, it, it, there's nothing quite like it. The, the ideas that get thrown around, the conspiracy theories that get, uh, that come out of the woodwork, it's all great stuff. And, uh, I, I look forward to, to hearing all about what that which goes down for, uh, for that particular ride day. Um, it, it's, uh, it, it's a sad occasion that we, uh, basically mark uh, his his passing with this ride day, but uh, it's a celebration of a guy who gave gave uh, all he had to to the sport, and he's loved it. And uh, a guy who was just the the consummate professional and a great ambassador of the sport. And I think that's why he'll continue to be remembered for a lot of years to come. Yeah, I mean, we appreciate that and kind words for sure. I mean, he's got so many fans all over the world, so um, it's it's really cool. And sometimes you kind of forget, you know, where we work so hard with the foundation but then you kind of forget that uh you kind of feel like you're the only one that's or only ones that are kind of like remembering and then all of a sudden you go to an event like this or our other event that we do in june and you see all the people and they're coming out and telling stories and wearing old kurt stuff and you're just like well this is so cool to to see or you know people running the sticker on their trucks all the time we see here and especially in the socal area um but yeah i mean that's that's uh that's what makes us keep going and says trying to you know raise money to uh uh to help keep off-road riders and racers safe um we're actually kind of announcing i can kind of tell you guys but we're uh we're kind of we're going to announce our budget for the 2018 uh season as far as what the what the uh, foundation plans to spend which is uh we'd like to spend one hundred twenty thousand dollars on safety initiatives so we have a kind of three areas um it's it'd be a, a pre during and after so uh pre meaning uh um heading out to certain races whether it's uh, national hare and hound or some other events that we work with pre-running the course with uh some of our uh you know ex-pros like quinn cody or david camo uh mark helping to mark the course uh from a from their standpoint, you know, they're hitting the course a lot faster. So sometimes they, uh, they see things that a lot of people that are setting up the course don't. So, uh, that's been working out really well. We're going to continue doing that. And, um, then we've got, uh, during, which would be helping to, uh, whether it's tracking riders, uh, some of the races such as like the Baja 1000, uh, or other events. Um, and then, um, after, which would be helping, uh, with people that are either injured or uh, if they do get injured, we have things like an ultrasound machine. Um, we're uh, purchasing a Polaris Razor that'll be all decked out as uh, a safety vehicle to take out to certain events. So, um, you know, yeah, it's pretty exciting for sure. I mean, we're we're sure. gung ho. I mean, we're we're all about um, you know we bring in uh, some you know enough money to enable us to do this people are great they donate uh, they come to our events and we're able to turn around and show people that we're doing stuff and that's really really important for us absolutely and you guys doing a phenomenal job with it and I've, I'm always amazed in how you guys can take that next step uh, of, of just going over and above uh, the what, what what most would uh, would assume you guys would be able to be able to do uh with with that budget and uh it's ever expanding it's uh it's it's something cool to see yeah man i appreciate that 
we uh, we're always pushing forward, pushing the envelope of uh, what we can and can't do, and um, takes great people to uh, to help us, and we would definitely greatly appreciate that and all the support that people all over the world really they donate and uh, it helps us continue to, to strive forward to help uh, make racing safer, which is uh, never the easy thing to do because it is uh, you know can be dangerous sometimes, but um, you know if we can make a little dent here and there, then that's uh, that's the goal. For sure, and sometimes those uh, the the wildness of uh, enduro riding uh, finds its way into an arena, and uh, and that uh, manifests itself into enduro cross. And uh, I, I'm pretty sure uh, FMF has laid claim to just about every championship ever in that particular series. <laughs> but I know that uh, that Cody Webb now has two of those uh, those championships or three of those championships to his credit: 2014, 15 and now 17 uh the guy was on rails all year long he makes it look way too easy and i know he makes it look easy because i see a lot of people making it look really hard um uh, to, to speak to to the the skill and the determination and just the uh the weird ability to do cool things on a motorcycle that other people can't do that is cody webb uh those guys are just next level i mean they have the bike handling the bike skills and i mean they might not look like uh, very strong guys, but to maneuver those four strokes or two strokes like they do, it's just mind-boggling. And the stuff that that Cody does, and you know, previous to him, it was you know guys like Taddy, and whether it's Colton Hanker, you know, they're just they're phenomenal, man. It's just uh, it's cool to see that it doesn't always have to be about like hardcore supercross racing. I mean, these guys are getting you know they're starting to get really popular. They're racing all over the world. They're being able to to make a living at traveling to hard enduros all over the world and, and see that type of stuff, which, I mean, it's so cool. I think, I think, you know, I talked to Cody and he's like, man, looking back, I can't believe I was a dorky trials rider. And I came into this sport when it was, you know, so kind of new. And now that's to see where it's at and, you know, be able to make a living. And I mean, it's, that's awesome. That's so cool to, to be able to, to say that, you know, for sure, and uh, these guys are uh, just spectacular to watch. They link things together that uh, I honestly like. Like when you look at a, a rhythm section of a Supercross race, you kind of figure out all right how they're going to approach things. But there's a lot of times when I look at either whether it be the uh, the, the matrix or uh, some log uh, log combinations and stuff like that. Like how are they going to get over that with any type of uh, expedient uh, um, way about going about things? And then those guys always figure out a way um, that uh, that escapes my own mind. So it's not only the strength it's not only the ability but it's also the creativity in within that to uh to, to link it all together and um the finished product is pretty cool if someone hasn't already checked out uh, uh enduro cross you need to go do so uh when the i think there's one more to go or maybe it's done nope it's done. done cody yeah. cody won it he's done and uh for anyone that wants to see uh That's funny right. videos try to uh F, at fmf 73 we we posted a cool win ad we did with him, but then we had to bring it back to see what, uh, that he actually is human and, uh, he does make mistakes every once in a while. He almost, he was doing a championship burnout and, uh, almost, uh, sent the bike flying, but, uh, <laughs> it's pretty good. No doubt. Bike lurches forward and he, and of course, 
in in true uh, his sort of style, still saves it with uh, with about th- uh, six inches to spare from running into the, the toolbox. Please do uh, check that out. I'm sure you're already following uh, uh-huh. at FMF73, but uh, um, like pe- people need to follow you too, man. Uh, at FMF Little D is one heck of a good follow. Uh, like there's pictures of your little one throwback <laughs> thursdays uh and before I, I let you go i imagine that uh in 2000, 2018 um 35 years of, of fmf excellence uh might there be some so, some like extra throwbacks throughout this upcoming year that uh you can't tell us about um well so yeah this year will be our 45th year in business in 2018, right. which is pretty yeah, crazy. Uh, we are, you know, constantly cranking. We're, uh, we're definitely like to show the nostalgia that, that our brand has. Um, so we've been kind of doing that a little bit more. I'm, I've got a couple little things I'm working on. I'm trying to come up with a really cool, maybe, uh, like a book or something like coffee table book to, uh, you know, make, make some of those and give them out to some of our friends and media and maybe even let people buy them. It's just, I don't know, something, something neat to really showcase like what the brand's about and where we've come from and where we're at now. And, um, but yeah, I mean, we're always kind of, uh, throwing in a little retro mix into whether it's our apparel or, you know, bringing back old, like our old sticker, our old logo. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, man, we're just having fun. I think that's what it boils down to. <laughs> Absolutely, and those those old school stickers are now available on the website. Uh, I I need a set of those things. I also need to pick up some other things off the website. Everyone needs to go check out uh, FMF and get those stickers because that that sticker is so iconic. Everyone needs one on their toolbox, uh, even just to say that you were around when that that particular sticker came out. Because uh, t- to me, that's uh, th- that that is about as as motocross as motocross gets. Yeah, I mean, your dad had one, like you said, on uh, on his uh, toolbox. You now need uh, you need some for your toolbox. That's right, absolutely. Uh, I'll be expecting an email from you soon here with a little wish list, buddy. No problem. Hey, I, I always have a wish list. I, I, for as long as you guys have products, I will have a wish list. Uh, that yeah. is for certain. Um, but uh, speaking of, of wish lists, uh, we're getting close to Christmas. Before we get to Christmas, we got to hit up uh, uh, Thanksgiving. That's tomorrow. What is your favorite part of the Thanksgiving tradition? Is it the dinner? Is it the family? Is it uh, the 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 food hangover afterwards? What what's uh, what, what's the breakdown? Oh man. I think, uh, well, it's definitely got to be family, you know. I mean, uh, being able to get uh, family together wherever that may be. And um, I think food definitely comes second. But, uh, you know, definitely the, the amazing food uh, that we'll be cooking up tomorrow. And all those poor turkeys throughout the uh, throughout the U.S. that uh, didn't get pardoned and are going to be on our plates tomorrow. But uh, it's a great day. Thanks. Thankful for everything in our life and uh, everyone else that uh, supports our brand and man my uh, my family's number one and and we uh, we look forward to uh to more and, and coming up on to 2018 which is crazy that it's already 2018 for sure no we're already going to be talking about the 2020 and a half ktm that's probably coming out yeah. in 2018 like it's yeah, uh, th- those guys, those guys make uh, new motorcycles faster than than anyone. But uh, Donnie, it's always a pleasure to have you on the podcast, uh, and and it's uh, connecting with you 
on a regular basis has been huge for this podcast. Um, I, what, we're, what I'd like to do is uh, is, is give away some uh, some apparel packages. Do you think we could do that this week? Yeah, man, let's do it. Um, I will let you pick the winners, and we will ship them to you, or we can go direct. We'll figure it out. But let's let's get some people up in Canada that always don't get this cool stuff off of whether it's you know either radio shows or contests. So let's uh, let's lock that in. Absolutely, uh, we'll, we'll we'll come up with uh, with a way to enter uh, at the end after the end of this podcast. I'll add this to the very end of it, and uh, and we'll we'll get on that. We'll get the uh, can we do uh, can we do three three apparel packages out to some big MX listeners uh, by, by the end of this week. Uh, by the end of next week, for sure. We end got, of next uh, week. Yeah, we'll, we're leaving we'll, we'll on the a four day vacation here. <laughs> Perfect. We'll, we'll uh, that's right. Yeah, of course. You, you're. Uh, hey, I like. I like to work, but I don't want to work that hard where I'm coming in on a, on a Friday to get these things off when I should be on a four-day vacation. <laughs> Absolutely, no. I, I was more uh, like uh, talking. We'll get the um, we'll get the the winners by the end of the week, and then we'll we'll, yeah. we'll give you a week to uh, to to digest the turkey and get Perfect. some uh, some stuff off. But uh, like I said, really appreciate the time, my friend. Always a pleasure, and uh, you keep uh, doing what you're doing. I, I'm sorry to hear that you will not be a day in the dirt this year. But uh, we'll see you at Anaheim One because uh, I will be down in California in the in the California sun rather than here in Canada where it's 5:30 and it's pitch black outside. Nice. You got to do like a got to figure out how to do a live podcast right from A1. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Well, we will find <laughs> a way, my friend. Uh, don't hang up just yet, but for podcast sake, we're gonna cut it off right there. All right, man. Hey, everyone. Let's take a break and listen to some commercials quickly. Then we'll be right back to the podcast. Thanks for listening. FlyRacing.com is the home of quality and innovation. The design team at Fly tirelessly rebuild and retool premium lines like the Evolution 2.0 and Light Hydrogen with features like zipper lock to prevent closure failures and EVO's BOA technology, which ensures the perfect fit. Complete your protective gear combo head-to-toe with Fly Racing F2 Carbon MIPS Retrospect and Fly's entry into the premium boot segment with their sector. All products and colorways are available at FlyRacing.com. In motorsports, the action pulls us in, and often we never get close enough to the exhilaration and athletes that amaze us. Although trackside seats are available, nothing gets you closer to motocross and supercross action than the collective experience. Dave Drakes has created an exclusive opportunity to get you closer to the sport you love so much. If you want an all-access experience with Adam or Tyler Entiknap, Henry Miller, John Ames, or even the cat, AJ Catanzaro, you need to check out the collective experience today. TheCollectiveXP.com, as well as the Collective EX on Instagram, is where you can find the collective experience. Do so immediately. The collective experience. Nobody gets you closer. What's wrong, Jeff? I don't know, Jay. Well... You better fuel up with a nutritious breakfast with oats and bran. Oats and bran? I didn't think there was such a thing. That's what I used to think. Now, I start every morning with a bowl of Amigos. For extreme kids like us.
these Imigos. That's what I call fueling for the big ride. Hey, kids, start out every morning with a fat ball. Hey, this is Zach Cummins. All you hosers, quit listening to Nickelback and jump on over to the Big MX Radio Show. Hey, Big MX listeners, it's time for another commercial break. Please listen carefully to these, and we'll be right back to the show. Thanks. WUSA is your one-stop shop for quality wheel sets in America. All of the best components built for the toughest conditions. Hit up WUSA.com, that's D-U-B-Y-A-U-S-A.com right now, and check out the custom wheel builder selection. Pick your rims, pick your hubs, pick your spokes, even pick your nipples, and see what it's going to look like on your bike. On the website, you'll drool over components like XL and DID rims, talon and kite aluminum hubs, galfer and Brembo brakes, and spokes that take a licking and keep on ticking. The same wheels that you buy are built by the same guys we're building wheels for. Ryan Dungey, Jeremy Martin, Chad Reed, and the entire Geico Honda team. And I kid you not, if they are not told whose wheels are whose, they just build amazing product. And I want you guys in a set of W wheels. So do what I did and head to WBYAUSA.com today. WUSA, all things wheels. Hey, Big MX fans. Thanks for listening to this podcast and hope you're enjoying it. I want you guys to head on over to TractionMX.com. TractionMX is the place to get your seat covers for any bike that you have, whether it be a Husqvarna, Kawasaki, Suzuki, Yamaha, KTM, you name it. These guys have a great seat cover for you. They're durable, they're flashy, they're eye-catching, and they're one of a kind. The reason why they're one of a kind is because you design your own. You pick the fabrics, you pick the ribs, you pick the everything all the way down to the stitching uh, color that they use on the seat cover itself. Traction MX is your one-stop shop to set your bike apart from the herd 110%. These seat covers start at just $69.95 American, and uh, the average turnaround is a one to two weeks. One to two weeks from now, you could have a bike that's looking completely different than it does right now. So head on over to TractionMX.com, start shopping, start designing, and make something special like for you today. Going viral with Viral Brand. Viral Brand is setting its sights on being one of the leading brands in the extreme sports market, from supercross to snowcross and snowboarding, and everything in between. Viral Brand is working hard to not only bring you premium products, quality eyewear, and killer style, but award-winning support with every sport. Head on over to theviralbrand.com and get tinted lenses, clear lenses, 10-pack of tear-offs, and goggle bag for only $59.99. Viral Brand products are available in the U.S., Canada, and Australia and used exclusively by the Barn Pros Racing MX Home Depot Yamaha team for the 2017 season. Go viral with the viral brand. Welcome to the Big MX Radio Podcast Show brought to you by Fly Racing and FMF. I am your host, Brad Gebhardt. With us on the line, we have an absolute genius within the marketing hemisphere. It goes by the name of Jeffrey Bannon. Jeffrey, how are you, my friend? Great. That's a great intro. I've never been called that before, but I appreciate it. So thanks, Brad. How are you doing tonight? 
Hey, I, I, it's, uh, I, I have to give the guy his due. Uh, in, in the time that uh, I, I've been a, a, a sports enthusiast, Jeffrey, uh, you've provided me with custom jerseys, game-worn jerseys, uh, as well as uh, a number of different items uh, from, from KB2 Clothing, which we're going to talk about today on the podcast here. Um, but uh, in all reality, when it, when it comes to uh, a sports athletic apparel and uh, and just, just knowing how to brand, how to market to uh, to those who are sports enthusiasts, whether that be stick and ball sports, ho- uh, stick and puck sports, or in this case, motorsports, uh, you're the guy to go to, and uh, that's why you're on the phone call. Oh, I appreciate it, Ten. It's, uh, it's been a labor of love since I've started, uh, and it's something I just you know I love to do, and hopefully now I can continue that down to, to teach my family through KB2 clothing. All right, so let's spin the clocks back a little bit. How does Jeffrey Bannon end up uh, starting his own uh, his own business and, and taking this thing to the next level? Uh, well, just uh, quickly, um, I opened up the first Old Navy in uh, in Winnipeg. That was uh, you know in the early two thousands, and then uh, coming from a McDonald's background before that, it was completely new to me. But I fell in love with apparel. Uh, so that was something that really drove me and, you know, being classically trained from McDonald's and then, you know, you, you, you're trained by the gap and you learn how, you know, the, the apparel business works. I, I fell in love with that. And then, uh, from there, I went on to the Winnipeg Blue Bombers of the Canadian Football League. Uh, I started there as a retail store manager, then quickly, uh, fell in love with, with football and, and the administration side of the business. Uh, through my nine years there, I was fortunate enough to be the director of marketing, uh, director of brand development, uh, director of community relations, but all the while still had retail and their entire bomber store under my development. Uh, and I really loved, um, I can't tell you how much sport apparel, sport jerseys. I just fell in love with the entire concept. And then the best thing I fell in love that was with the fans. So to me, the being able to you know communicate with the fans uh, and give them the best possible experience, no matter if the team won or lost, was very important to me. And the entire concept of wearing team colors, it was just became a, a passion. From there, uh, during my time with the Bombers, uh, the, the uh, Olympics in Vancouver for in 2010 came calling, and they asked me to run Whistler Olympic Park, which was to me the biggest party I've ever worked in my life because the, the Norwegians, the the Russians, uh, all the, all the Europeans came over, just had the best possible time uh, at this venue, and they bought a ton of merchandise, so it made my job uh, really easy. And then the, the last uh, large event I, I worked for was. Uh, Hockey Canada came calling, and I was fortunate enough to work the 2009 uh, World Junior Hockey Championships in Ottawa and then the 2010 in uh, in uh, Saskatchewan, so Regina and, and Saskatoon. And that, and for a Canadian to work those two events was something I've never uh, – anyone that works in the sporting apparel, you have to work those two events because that was the uh, epic of uh, sports apparel in Canada. And that's, um, that's how really I got my start in the business. And then how I started KB2 Clothing was – I could never be able to provide athletes with one or two offs. You know, I want something for my mom. I want something for my grandmother. I want something for my niece or, you know, my nephew. And during that time, we could only do jerseys. And for, you know, athletes, you know, $200 a pop sometimes, especially, you know, Canadian Football League, it, it adds up. And so I always did that research, always trying to find how could we develop this, you know, a process where I could do one T-shirt, one hoodie, whatever I wanted. And we, we couldn't find it during that time. Uh, fast forward a couple of years ago, uh, about 2010, 2011, when we were opening Investors Group Field, the new stadium uh, where the Blue, the Blue Bombers uh, play, a direct-to-garment printer was sort of making its way up north. I know in, in, the, uh, in the States they have these printers everywhere, but in Canada it's, it's a new uh, technology. So we, bought, we basically uh, put a purchase order in to buy one when the new stadium came in, and that, what that meant for fans, you know, you'd walk up, you'd press touchscreen, I want this color, I want that logo, and then somebody would run it to your seat. 
unfortunately, that was one of the first things that got cut when the budget was released. And then the, you know, the provincial government came down and said, we have to cut money for the stadium. It didn't stop my passion to find this. And so finally, you know, uh, after leaving the football club, I uh, found someone locally who has that printer who doesn't want to deal uh, basically with the public. They want us to deal with the public to be to help them do their salespeople. And then boom, KB2 clothing was formed uh, with the ability to do no minimum apparel on, on almost anything that you want. Boom. And that, that's just that simple. Whether you want, uh, a bright pink t-shirt with, uh, with your own face on the, on the cover of it or, uh, or, or a logo that you've drawn up on, on your own, uh, you can make that happen. Or if you even have a sketch that looks like, uh, like a six-year-old drew it, you can yeah. send that over to KD, KB2 Clothing and, uh, and you'll find a designer to, uh, make that, um, rather primitive looking design come to life. And, uh, you've been churning out, um, some Great looking sports apparel, uh, across, uh, across Canada, including, uh, here in Manitoba, where a lot of the local football teams and, and different sports teams have taken you up on your service and, uh, really set them and their fans apart from just about everybody else in the fact that, uh, they've got some totally custom gear that, uh, that they can sport to the, to the games and to the races and stuff like that. And, uh, and that's really cool. Yeah. We, we believe, um, like anyone can do, put a single logo on a T-shirt and, and you know go to town all day long. We we like to have a variety. We like to have different logos, retro logos, current logos, different logos, just to give you know the, your fan, your customer, a different perspective because they may be a huge you know fan of yours, but they have the same logo on four different pieces of apparel. They want to show their expression in something else, and you hit it right, you know, hit that nail right in the head. We don't believe in just you know a simple one or two color logo. We'll mix it. We'll we'll create something different. And you said six-year-old drew it that's how i start my entire process i you know i have graph paper i draw it out and it does look like a six-year-old drew it i give it to a graphic designer they look at me i can tell they're muttering underneath their breath uh but by the time it's all said and done you know it looks it looks you know we think that they look great they look fashionable uh and they give the customer an experience that they can showcase that uh it's just not a normal logo so we really pride ourselves on being different and unique for sure, this isn't just a uh, a jersey with uh, with your personal name on the back of it. Uh, the sky's the limit as, as far as what you're able to uh, to provide to people, and, and the beauty of it is that you don't have to uh, say if you have a, a small team of uh, up, uh, say a, a beer league hockey team, most of them are only 15 players, or say in, in this case of a motocross uh, podcast uh, for a motocross team, no more than uh, 15, 20 people total. You don't want to have to go out and purchase uh, a, like there's a lot of websites out there you can design a t-shirt but you have to buy a hundred of them in five different sizes uh to 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 make to make the the it worthwhile as far as the pricing goes uh but with you guys it's uh it, it's it's you, if you want to buy one if you want to buy a hundred um it's it it, it really uh it, it's it's super simple and um it, it, it if you have a super like a small amount uh it's not going to cost you any more no and, that, and that's and the best way, you know, I can describe this, Brad, is it's like a pizza. You order a pizza, it doesn't make a difference, you know, what you order. They still have to make one at a time, and that's exactly how our process works. And it doesn't make a difference what's on it. You put your name on the sleeve, you can put your name on the back, you put a number, you can do it's, – it's endless. And that's and the color schemes are uh, – we like to pride ourselves on colors. We like to pride ourselves on the uniqueness of the garments, and that's what we feel no minimum can do. And it can be embroidered. It can be direct-to-garment. And the direct-to-garment is just – it's basically an unlimited amount of printing. You're, you'll be charged per size of the logo, not per colors. And the the garment selection is endless, you know, hats, jukes, hoodies. And if – you know, we have customers coming to us now saying, can you do this? And we 
we like to align ourselves with different vendors that can do this. For example, you know, now we're working on a full compression line. So, you know, uh, sleeves, uh, you know, um, so, you know, especially in the football world, you know, guys want to match their uniform. So we can do that. A new, a new product we have out now is custom sandals. So, you, you know, your right and your left sandal can be completely different, decorated. Um, you know, one, one of the things we're pitching to football teams is, you know, when these guys are especially hockey teams, you know, you have your name on one sandal and your number on the, on the other. So you're never going to lose your sandals, especially when you're traveling or you're doing what you need to do or, you know, everyone has logo sandals. So the unique, uniqueness of no minimum does, does, is endless, and that's what we're just trying to provide to anyone and everyone across the globe. Gone are the days of taking a Sharpie and just labeling uh, your uh, your stuff as, as yours, uh, maybe putting your number on something uh, like that. Uh, you can really set yourself apart, and I think that really speaks volumes to uh, those within the motocross industry because we're all indiv- individuals out there. It's an individual sport. You want to set yourself apart. You want to look cool. You want to have that T-shirt or that hoodie or that hat that nobody else has. And you, don't, you certainly don't want to be uh, walking through the pits or, or walking through your local supercross and see somebody else wearing the exact same thing that you are. And, uh, and with, with KB2 clothing, when they approach you to make something like that, uh, they can do exactly that. They can, uh, they can do a special event. Like say, uh, this weekend is the, the mini Olympics in, uh, in, in, in Florida where, uh, racers from all over, honestly, the globe, but mostly all over the United States of America go and they race. And it's, uh, it's a kind of a celebration of Thanksgiving. It's a celebration of going fast on dirt bikes. But if someone really wanted to make some special event t-shirts for one particular race and, and, and set themselves apart, they could do that and they can do so at a pretty competitive price. And, uh, that's not something you could say about a lot of different businesses out there. That's what separates you guys from everybody else. Yeah, and, that, and that's, Brad, you hit the nail right in the head. And I'll just use a personal story. Uh, I was very fortunate enough that, uh, you know, uh, the oldest KB, uh, uh, oh, I thought your listeners know, uh, KB2 Clothing, we just named it after our kids. Both our kids' initials are KB. My wife's initials are BB. So I thought it was a very clever name, but I guess it doesn't get much respect at home. Um, so Caden, our, our son, uh, made Team Canada for football for the U16, and he's going down in January to play in Texas against the Amer- uh, American team. And so we designed... Uh, you know, simple white hoodies with red text that says, you know, just I love and then KB underneath. Uh, and, you know, all seven of us that are going down are going to wear that. You know, we'll be those loud parents in the stands. You know, and then, you know, we also, we also offered it to the, everyone else who's traveling down. You know, there's four Canadian teams going down. If you want to support your son uh, or your daughter, by all means, in any sports, it's easily easy for us to do. And it's not more easy. We'd love to do it. We'd love to have those unique products. And that's, I guess, what maybe separates us apart. We love that design process. We love getting the feedback and we love at the end of the day we love seeing a picture of you wearing that product that's the, that to us is what kb2 clothing is all about for sure you want you want to set yourself apart you want to look different than everybody else you don't want yeah. you won't want to have uh go down the line and have uh, 10 different people wearing the same gear you want to have uh, and when you're when you're at riders meeting you don't want to have you want to be wearing the same t-shirt as everybody else and uh, uh and that's why we're now excited to have the big mx clothing line which uh, is provided to uh the the big mx listeners the big mx faithful uh and uh, and they have a ton of things to choose from uh jeff over 60 items are, are are available whether it's for her, for him, for use, or if you're want, looking for some accessories like uh, like a gym bag, for ha- perhaps the logo can be uh, embroidered on there, no problem whatsoever. And uh, I'm really excited about this stuff because uh, uh, this is what's going to allow my fans to really connect with me and wear it with pride. And I hope they do so. And and and, and Brad, Brad, you hit that nail right in the head. And also, the great thing about that is you know, 
were 60 items, each items almost uh, six to seven color options. And the, the cool thing, and you know, you and I know about this, just wait to the new year till the headline, uh, the headwear line comes out. That's going to explode. Uh, but like I said, one hat, one hoodie, one T-shirt, uh, to show the support and help you uh, for the great podcast that you do is just uh, an honor that KB2 Clothing is proud to be part of. Right, and and that's why I I approached you about this in the first place. Actually, I believe you were you originally first approached me uh, with the idea, and then uh, from there, I basically just took uh, took off and ran with it. And it was, I'll I'll get into how easy the process was in a second. But honestly, this podcast or th- this clothing line is my way of 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 fueling my own fire. Um, all the proceeds from the clothing line are gonna be are gonna go straight back into the business. They're going to fund me going to races, whether that be uh, the motocross to nations uh in in europe or uh to go to supercross races in california or all over the united states as well as going to some canadian nationals and and, uh, and races like that um like i'm not just selling shirts and throwing uh throwing some money in my back pocket and going to uh going to the grocery store all the money that uh, goes to this podcast or through this clothing line is going straight back into the podcast so that I can create more content. If you like the content that I'm creating on this podcast, go over and buy a t-shirt or a hoodie or a pair of mesh shorts or a gym bag or a, or eventually uh, when we get hats on there, buy a hat. Um, Because uh, if any purchase that, that you're making is going towards getting more of what you love, which is the big MX radio podcast. And, And now let's talk about how easy this was for me to do now. I've always had a logo, uh, and uh, and I didn't have a vector file or, or a, a really high resolution file uh, to to give you, but I gave you what I had, and you immediately were able to uh, convert that into something that was uh, basically totally customizable, totally easily resizable uh, without changing the, uh, the the quality of the image, and um, <clears throat> from there. Boom! I've got I've got uh, the, the the logo placement on over sixty items, and uh, honestly, it was that simple. I wrote a couple of sentences for you to add to the website, and now at kb2clothing.com, if you go over to the products line, the very top bar, that's Big MX Radio. You go over to there and uh, just start searching and basically and fill up that shopping cart. Uh, it is it is the season there, Jeff, and it, I'm really excited. And and Brad, the great thing is we ship worldwide. So that is, that's something that uh, we're very fortunate enough. Uh, lo- local orders, uh, obviously, it's a piece of cake for us to deliver, but we're, you know, we're, we're, we're branded across the world, and we're going to continue to, to grow, and we'd love to ship to places we haven't been to before. And it's, it's the artwork to us is, uh, even if it's not just the most complicated logo at the end of the day, we don't charge for uh, logo upgrades. If we need to send it out to get a size, we'll let you know exactly what we get charged, and we pass that charge right back to you there's no upcharge no nothing but if it's a small cost we're going to bite we're going to take care of that because you know we need to put in our format but the most important thing we want to see is we want to create and collaborate with as many businesses as possible small large medium it doesn't make a difference you have a logo you want no minimum apparel and you don't want to be stuck with inventory uh, we love to work with anyone and everyone Oh man, it's it's that easy, and I, yeah. I couldn't be more excited about this. Uh, and like I said, all proceeds are going to go towards creating more content. So if if you like the podcast, all you got to do is buy a T-shirt, and you're going to get more podcasts. And and, uh, and what better way to uh, to kind of uh, contribute towards it than uh, to have a shirt and proudly uh, wear it at the at your next race or uh, out at the mall, wherever you happen to be. Uh, and and not and and also like. The beauty of this isn't just your regular uh, screen printed T-shirt. These shirts are uh, like 
I, I, I honestly, this, this is something that, that kind of really hits home for me because I am a creature of habit and I like to have uh, certain things a certain way. My, my clothing, I, like, I have such a hard time digging deep into my clothing drawer because there's a lot of shirts that, like, I just have my favorites, uh, Jeff. And, and, and what you've allowed me to do is expand that, uh, that list of what my favorite shirts are because all of my favorite shirts right now are KB2 clothing t-shirts. Uh, they're, they're really comfortable. They're snuggly. They, they, they just fit right. They, and, like, the sweater, I don't know how many times I've fallen asleep in that thing, Jeff, but it's just, it just, it, it hugs me like a glove. And uh, I've, I'm totally at home at my home, uh, my homegrown talent uh, sweater, and uh, that, that's the same the same materials that uh, are going to be found on the Big MX line. Yeah, we like to we, when we decided about KB2, we had, we had to decide are we going to be you know quick, are we going to be you know uh, cheap, are we, or you know are we going to be uh, high quality? And we decided that we're going to be a higher quality garment. Now, granted, we still offer you know there's there's still the, the basic cotton. Uh, apparel online for you know maybe someone that doesn't want to spend that much but you know we feel we we're we're in love with this uh the euro spun brand which the, the the hoodie that you talked about you know and i have no problem saying this you know i'm six four pushing 300 and i use the term snuggly a lot when i describe uh this apparel because it's so soft and it's you know if if you ha- if you fall asleep in it it's it's not one of those you know hoodies where you're gonna wake up and go oh you know i'm itchy or whatever it takes but we just decided that you know the euro spun brand is something that it's a better quality garment we don't silk screen um, uh, when possible because, you know, you have to have minimums there. So we use a process called direct-to-garment. And the best way I can describe direct-to-garment is basically the way a, a, a printer prints on a piece of paper today. It's almost, it's almost inside the shirt. It's smooth. There's, there's no ridges. And the great thing about direct-to-garment is the color options are endless. Um, you know, how we get charged is we get charged on the size of the logo. We don't get charged on the color of the logo. So, you know, you load it up as much as we can. And, you know, we love the big uh, rate logo because it's it multi-colors it's, it's bright it's, it's vibrant so and that was really going to show well on a, on a lot of this of these apparel items it's just actually going to pop off it and when you get these apparel items on especially the euro sponsor and the tanks the tees the baseball t-shirts are are, are gorgeous and we, and we love them very well uh you're going to be uh people are going to notice people are going to definitely take notice wherever you are for sure, man. I'll be turning heads in my Big MX uh, clothing wear as well as uh, all the stuff available through KB2 Clothing. Uh, before I let you go, Jeff, let people know where they can uh, contact you through KB2 Clothing on Instagram as well as the email. Sure. For, so Instagram is uh, at KB2 Clothing. Email info at KB2Clothing.com. And then the website, if you want to take a look, once again, it's uh, KB2Clothing.com. You can take a visit, uh, visit our stores, see what we have, the different options. And the thing we just want to relay is uh, we just want to be part of the process and we want to collaborate with everyone and everyone because we believe everyone deserves to look good in apparel and not spend a lot of money doing it. Perfect, Jeff. Well, I really do appreciate the time, my friend, uh, and I appreciate you uh, going into the late night hours to do so with me on this uh, Wednesday evening. Um, all the best to you on this uh, American Thanksgiving long weekend. We're, of course, Canadians, so the, our Thanksgiving was a few weeks ago. But uh, like I said, I really appreciate the time, my friend. Do not hang up just yet, but for podcast sake, we're going to cut it off right there.